and this time on Culture File, we're in the domain of feral goats and rhododendrons with West Cork artist conservationist Owen Dalton. Dalton trained as a sculptor in Carrera, Italy, returning to Ireland to work as a conservator of sculpture and a stone sculptor. In recent years, his focus has shifted to his own home, an old farm that had been lying untended for a century on the windy road between Aries and Castletown Bear on the Bearer Peninsula. Here, in the home of badgers, pine martens and sparrowhawks, Dalton has been trying to tend back into life what he calls an Irish rainforest. Onya Gallagher went to West Cork for a walk, a listen and a bit of climbing. You know, I don't really have much kind of incentive to go out anywhere else. You know? But I will at some stage. I see these woods in some sense as an example of what could be on a much wider more extensive scale you know you'd, you'd be looking over yeah and there's a kind of a gap in the hills there can you see skellig michael in the background you can it's a kind of a it's a bit hazy today mm. but see this island here the most obvious one that's inish fernard my name is Owen Dalton and I'm from Dublin originally, but I've been living here in the Bear Peninsula for 12 years now. By profession I'm a sculpture conservator, but my real passion is ecology and in particular native woodland ecology and restoration ecology, how you bring back a rich functioning ecosystem. That's my real thing. That's a chaffinch. We're in a place called Bofagal, near Iris in the Bearer Peninsula in the southwest of Ireland. And this is basically a farm that I bought 12 years ago, which had been abandoned for a fairly long time previously. There wasn't really very much done with the land for, I think, in and around 100 years before I came. And that had allowed trees to seed into the land and much of the land turned into a wild native forest over that time. Probably a decade or so before I arrived, feral goats were introduced to the area and Sika deer had been coming in too. And what they had done was that they had arrested all of that process of reversion to native forest by eating any wild native seedlings that were coming up. They'd also opened the way to invasion by non-native species like rhododendron ponticum. So when I came, the place was in a bad state, but it was not nearly as bad as it would have been if all of that had been allowed to continue for another decade or two. So what I did was I started removing the rhododendron and other non-native species from the place and I also applied for a grant from a scheme called the Non-Native Woodland Scheme to fence the place and fence the feral goats and the, and the sika deer out. The place was fenced and within several months the whole place just started to transform and that process has never really stopped ever since. See all these trees coming up? Those yeah. are those are native wild birch, those two. Yeah. That's a native wild sally. What I saw first was the, that native tree seedlings these were seeding into the ground all around, and so you had new young forests basically starting to form all around in the open areas. In the areas where there was already forest, they started to transform as well because the trees started sending out new growths from their bases. 
more so than all of that, a whole stratum of the forest, which I thought was completely absent, which is the ground flora, all started to reawaken. And so within the first year or two of the deer fence going up, in spring, you'd just see these carpets of bluebells and wood anemone and lesser celandine. And that was fantastic, absolutely fantastic to see. And it hasn't stopped ever since. That's still happening, that process of becoming wilder and more biodiverse and richer and the formation of new woodland in the open areas. It's happening at different speeds, but it's happening everywhere without planting. So they all grew themselves. I did plant one species of tree, actually two, uh, Scots pine, which was an important component of the forest here in prehistory, but there was none left practically at all here. Pine died out over most of Ireland over millennia, probably because it doesn't coppice. So if you cut most trees, like an oak or a birch or a holly, if you cut it and then just leave it and keep browsing and grazing animals away, it will grow back into a tree, whereas pine won't do that. So once you cut it, it just dies, and that's probably why pine died out over most of Ireland. Now, are you okay for a bit of climbing? Yeah, we can go fine. the long way. Oh, sure, look, we'll go the long way around. No, I can climb, it's all good. Are you sure? Yeah, hold right. You've actually described this place as um, native rainforest. Yeah. It wouldn't be something that we would think that we'd have in Ireland, is rainforest. Yeah. One of the most exciting things I discovered, I suppose, was that looking into the ecology of the place, it fulfilled all the scientific definitions of rainforest. Primarily that you have a lot of what are called epiphytes, which are plants that grow on trees in here. So obviously it's not tropical rainforest because we're not in the tropics. This is what's called temperate rainforest, which is actually much rarer. You know, everywhere you go, there's some kind of a sign of that. Human navigation. Yeah, so it was, it's nice. I mean, even though it's rough going, it's nice to have that because you just get away from all of that, yeah. you know? So this interesting old kind of a ruined cottage. So there. I guess yeah. over the next few years and in the future, your plan is to continue the current process that's happening, really? Yeah. I have two things going on here, really. In this area, there's no grazing or browsing whatsoever. And then on the other side of the road... I'm practicing a form of high nature value farming. So I have the Dexter cattle there and they spend most of the summer up the mountain commonage and they're only brought down to that piece of ground in the winter when the leaves are off the trees so they don't impede the natural regeneration of trees. And that is allowing nature to come back. But in a different way, that's where you have farming as a part of the equation. Whereas here, there's no extractive activity whatsoever. I don't take anything out of this piece of ground, do you know? You never, you're never going to say, right, I kind of, I know all that now, do you know? It's probably like music or something, mm. you know, or it's other forms of art. Yeah, there's no end to it. You're, ne you're never going to get to the point where you kind of say, well, that was interesting, but yeah, I'll move on now. Yeah. At least I won't anyway, you know? Restoring and conserving the natural fabric around us yeah. instead of the sculptural. Very much so. There's a big overlap there as well, you know. But nothing I've ever seen or done in, in sculpture or sculpture conservation can compare to this. Owen Dalton there in the rainforests of West Cork and the reporter was Anya Gallagher.